We'll wait until everything comes up on the. There it is. Uh huh. Yeah. So you uh, you guys want to hear a story? Yo, run it. Run it. <laughs> so I had this Japanese roommate at one point. Uh, it was a few years ago, and uh, he was gonna make dinner. And mm -hmm. it turned out we were out of rice. So I go to the local uh, QFC and I pick up six pounds of bulk rice. Now I want you to remember that number. Six I pounds. I come home with the six pounds of white rice. I sit it on the counter and I think to myself, wait, shit, I forgot something. Because I had forgotten something important. And I go back to the QFC. And I get whatever it was, and I can I can never remember exactly what it was because what happened when I came home destroyed all thought that I had. I came home, and this motherfucker had dumped all six pounds of rice into the rice cooker. How? <laughs> How? How do you dump six whole ass pounds into a rice cooker? Motherfucker took the whole ass bag and put it in the rice cooker. <laughs> Okay, okay, so did the rice cooker did not fit at all, did it? At, at first it did. The problem was after it started swelling. Oh. It actually God. popped the lid off and was growing like something out of the stomach of an aliens movie. Oh, no. To this day. And if you ever see Block Blocks in chat, ask him about the six pounds of rice. Because this, I, I told him I'm revoking his Japanese card. There is no way somebody who is half Japanese should be fucking up six pounds of rice. That's crazy. Jesus Christ. And that is my story. That's wild. That's actually wild. How many people were you cooking for that you needed to cook six pounds of rice? You were just the two of us! Two of you. Two of us. What? He was gonna eat I, four of those pounds. You eat two. Like, I, what's happening? I ended up writing him a roast song to the tune of "Baby Come Back" by Player. Only it was Daniel Get Good, and of course, the bridge mentions, mentions the six fucking pounds of rice. Mm -hmm. Because why would I not? Six pounds of rice. Anyway. You're no longer Japanese. You're no longer Japanese. You know what's yeah, you know what's good. no longer you know what's no longer Japanese, the podcast. But you know what? It wasn't it wasn't Japanese to begin with. Welcome everybody to the Dipshits podcast. I'm Dio. We got Vic and my friend here, Dev, one of my IRL best friends, one of my first few friends I've ever had in high school. Um, you know, super cool guy, super cool guy. And you know what? There's something special this episode. You know what's so you know what's special about this episode? Hmm? What do you what do you think? What do you think? What's so special about this episode? I'll, I'll give give you guys give you guys a second to just think on that. We are now on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Let's go. Yeah. Just launched that a few days ago. And oh my god, shit's bussin' already, man. And while I'm on the topic of Spotify and Apple Podcasts, welcome everybody, audio listeners, from the Apple and Spotify podcast. I have a story for you guys, you know? Oh, you so, got a story now, huh? Oh yeah, I, I absolutely Well, I gotta hear this. So, 
when I was launching my RSS feed for Spotify and Apple Podcasts, when I was getting all that shit set up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I had it all set up, had the name, description, everything. I started uploading all my episodes. Took one night, ep- all uploaded all nine episodes I had available with all the footage I had. Did all the compression okay. shit, did everything set up. So couple days one two days passed right i did my advertising i did my shilling and 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 you know i i did all that stuff right and i take a look at the stats all right and i come across social media tagging tips all right and let me let me read what it says all right social media tagging tips based on this episode's content we identified some tags for you to use when promoting your episode on social media now, to give some top, uh, to give some context before I name some of these tags, on all nine episodes, um, for those of you who've, who've watched even uh, two, three episodes of, or or who have listened to two, three episodes of the podcast, or even watched it, you'll know there's one popular man more popular than even me, the host of the podcast, Dan, our Romanian friend. All right, and. The craziest thing is I was looking at social media tagging tips and I had three tags. You guys know what it was? Dude, Dan, and shit. (laughs) (laughs) If that tells you anything about the flavor of this podcast, that would be it. So if that does not tell you it, it, those those of you who are here from Spotify and from Apple, if that doesn't tell you what you're getting into, nothing does. Yeah, that is so f- that is the pure embodiment of essence. So for it's those fantastic. of you listening to this episode right now on Spotify and Apple, even on YouTube, all right, watch the other episodes. You'll see that Dan is mentioned more on this podcast than the podcast itself. Okay. <laughs> When, when Dan's name comes up as much as dude oh. and shit that's that's crazy to me it's okay you know what? I feel like his name is going to become a curse word at this <laughs> um, point like, that's no, that's what like one day I'm going to go into League of Legends chat I'm going to type in all chat Dan is just going to be three stars <laughs> it's just what it's going to be I'm, I'm telling you man speaking like, of Apple did you say uh, it was uh, it was Dev that was mentioning this earlier? Didn't you say that uh, Apple and Epic are still beefing? Yes, yes. Um, I had come across an article earlier today stating that Apple has blacklisted Fortnite from their App Store. What? Really? <laughs> I, I, yeah. I expected that. Honestly, Fortnite sucks. Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> It might suck, but you can't you can't deny the fact that it is a cash shell. I mean, it obviously is, but it's like mutually beneficial to both of them. Oh, yeah. Like that's that's a big financial hit for Apple to take Definitely. over a squabble. Mm-hmm. If I, if though, I... I guess they have the capital to be able to deny Epic yeah. the capital because they're a far larger company. If I remember correctly, though, um, there was something about Apple's policies that Epic didn't follow, or something like that, and that was, was some, the reason why. Yeah, it was some international policy that uh, Epic didn't follow through 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 with. 
I think it was and the whole I think it was the whole you can buy V-Bucks, but I guess they didn't allow it through the Apple store or something like that, maybe. Um, because I know like you I know how when you be. when you have a game on your like Android phone, right? And every time you have to buy something, right? It's like um it just goes through Google Play and it like tells yeah. you your receipt and everything. I guess they didn't do that. Maybe they had like an no, external so payment method or something and that didn't follow Apple's policies. It was either that or it was the fact that you can buy V-Bucks on other platforms and have it brought over to their Apple platform, which True. cut Apple out of being a middleman to make mm -hmm. money that, off of it. Okay, I mean, that makes sense. And that would be against mm -hmm. their TOS, wouldn't it? Yeah, I believe that so. Would. So if I went into a Walmart, bought some V-Bucks, came back, and I just want to buy something on Fortnite Mobile, well, sucks to be you, Apple. Because I, I redeemed that shit on PC, so hey, hey. no profit Damn. for you. Your phones suck. I mean, it's, I don't, have we talked about this on stream before? The the difference between the Lil Nas X uh, blood shoes and the Tony Hawk blood skateboard? I remember we mentioned this on the Chaos Cast, episode 5, by the way. Um, Did we actually mention that? I think you Am touched I, on it. I know we've talked about it before. I don't know if we talked about it on cast, though. I know you've touched on it. Um, I'm not 100% sure if it was on the Chaos 5, episode 5, um, but... Um, Chaos cast was amazing. The beginning is my favorite part. The beginning is <laughs> always the favorite part. When, when, when you see Chaos cast and you see the roster is Dio, Vic, and Ryu, when you see Ryu, instead of turning tailing, uh, turning tail and run, you listen to the beginning and then you leave. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Damn, just the tip, eh? Yeah, just a tip, man. Well, if you want, I can go into it, or we can move on. Uh, we mean, have several topics to talk about tonight. Absolutely. I mean, up to you if you'd like to mention it. Um, well, I, remember... I mean, it was just, it, it blends really well with the whole Apple and Fortnite thing, as far as, like, bypassing TOS and making money without, you know, <laughs> the permission of the company that you're operating under. So, for anybody who doesn't know... Um, Lil Nas X, who I think is making waves in the entertainment industry, and mm -hmm. I'm really proud of that, um, made a, uh, a shoe, it was called his Satan Shoes, but it was a version of a Nike shoe, and it had the Nike swoosh on it, and it was reported to have a little bit of his blood in the, uh, the air portion of the, uh, the sneaker, right, the little back heel cushion. Yeah. So, obviously, he got a cease and desist from Nike. Tony Hawk later uh, uh, went and made a uh, skateboard that had his blood in the paint. The difference was, number one, Tony Hawk was inspired by Kiss, not uh, Lil Nas X. Um, but a lot of people were saying that it was, it was a racial thing. It was, you know, they were just targeting him because, you know, he's you know, African-American because he's homosexual and whatnot, which if, if you have at least a little bit of critical thinking skill, you'll realize why what happened happened. Because what Tony Hawk did is he collabed with a skateboard brand and said, hey, or I think they even reached out to him. Hey, we'd like to make a uh, skateboard with your name on it. He's okay. That, we, that's a selling point. Can we do this as well and do the whole blood paint thing? And they, they worked together as a collab and they made it. Whereas Lil Nas X did not obtain permission from Nike to use their logo. 
and was making money with Nike's logo without their permission, which is copyright infringement. Yes. So had he gone through the proper channels like Tony Hawk did, y'all could be wearing some Satan shoes right now. Absolutely. But the thing is, you can't, in especially in the world of business, you can't take shortcuts and just do stuff because you want to do it. You got to figure out the right channels to go through. Because it's, it could be a good idea. But with bad execution, it'll always turn out bad, right? Much speaking, like this whole Apple and Fortnite thing. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of bad execution, actually, um, just recently, um, if any of you guys remember the Verge PC build um, from a while back um, with, uh, with that one dude who completely messed up the PC, oh. he actually had a redemption arc on Linus oh, Tech he? Tips. Yeah. Oh my so goodness. When they... So when he was building the PC and correcting his wrongs, apparently we sort of saw why the reasons between the reasons for why this happened in the first place. So it actually okay. was not in this guy's control. Oh. So oh, it was no. poor poor editing decisions, right? By by okay. the script writers. No one decided to correct it. And he wasn't able to um, reach out to correct any of this because he was contractually bound to not share share anything, talk to anybody about anything so for a long time. So our boy went on and found out later that they were making him look like an idiot and couldn't do shit about it. Yeah, pretty much. And he touched I would them. have been lit. I would have been livid. And what's crazy I is would have set this the building man, on fire for two whole years was taking flack on his Twitter. Oh, this poor Every dude. Every single tweet he made, someone's like, <laughs> nice thermal pads, <laughs> tweezers. <laughs> like they'd make a meme about his his PC build on the verge. And and like after watching the Linus video, I'm like, holy dude, shit. holy shit, I feel so bad for this guy. Right. Same though, same. He took all this flack like a champion for two years. I can't imagine two years. Like, I can't. I can't take flack for a week without without stopping in and saying something. Yeah, I got my ass fired. Like people memed him so hard, they any percent speed ran getting blocked by him. That's how bad <laughs> it was. Eighty percent speed. Run. No, I'm not even kidding. God damn it. I'm not even oh kidding. God. People posted. There was literally a thing on Reddit where people posted their times for getting blocked by this guy. This bad. poor fucker. Can you so imagine bad. getting screwed over by a company that bad? You know, I can think of another person who got screwed over that bad by a company, and it was within the last couple of years. Oh, Do you really? remember the name Wyatt Chang? No, that doesn't ring a bell. This was during a BlizzCon. This is when they announced Diablo Immortal instead of Diablo 4. Okay. And the guy, uh, and Wyatt okay. Chang was the presenter for this. Oh, but you guys have phones? Game. The mobile game. My man. Yeah. My man was hung up to dry in dude. front of that entire audience. And that poor dude in the red shirt. Is this an out of season April Fool's joke? Like, and he had to keep running with it. He had to keep running with it because he was the presenter. He was the lead presenter. My boy got thrown under the bus. It's like that time yeah. when um, 
um when the land got cut out when there was like a tournament for i think it was starcraft no yeah and everyone in the crowd at blizzcon was like no more land no more land and they like just completely like they completely berated the presenters and it was insane bro something like that like, like I, I don't fully remember the story but it was something like that bro and i was like oh my god <laughs> that is yeah that is a whole nother level there the entire land got cut out right or like the power went out or something and they had to reset the entire bracket it was crazy that, and one yeah. guy was about to win and then he lost because of that reset that's it was wild that sucks ass like, and i've seen here's the thing y'all who have never tried to watch competitive starcraft it is intense if you think oh, league yeah. pro league is intense if you think overwatch is intense hell if you think csgo is intense you've not seen starcraft There's, starcraft 2 competitive um, or starcraft 2 uh fucking uh pro leagues these people's fingers are flying across the keyboard they look like they're hacking in a <laughs> simulation micro it's and ma just... macro managing in that game is so like far beyond my subgroups and they're like hot swapping between subgroups and like going over here and then they have their their fixed camera positions that they have on a hotkey over here and then it's like what are you doing yeah. this man must be amazing in bed with his girlfriend like <laughs> fuck them fingers moving fast boy <laughs> he That's probably stuck. is honestly man you don't realize that gamers get coochie bro they get telling you idea. right now like you probably get my fingers to run for their money <laughs> i mean you're like, italian <laughs> like yeah. i can't i played i played starcraft 2 one time with my friend sherry um uh, and she's played StarCraft competitively, so I didn't stand a fucking chance. Fast as fuck, boy. Yeah. No, it was uh, it was an absolute slaughter, and I never played again. <laughs> Dude, I remember when I played Star uh, StarCraft 2, we played like this custom Halo mode or some shit, right? Oh. So it was me and my boy um, on one team. I think it was my boy Todd. And then on the other team, it was Chrono and two other guys so it was a 2v3 i'm new i'm new to starcraft i don't know what the hell i'm doing right oh so God. i i was Excuse basically me. i was basically a unit factory and my boy todd did all the micromanagement so i like, just gotta produce just gotta produce this yeah. is what i'm good at get the materials make them into shit get them into and the materials. crazy oh, this part like is shit. and and the crazy part is we clapped them 2v3 <laughs> Damn. Because I, I I made like three like three or four like warship class like units and I just we just sent them <laughs> and they were getting like absolutely tomb raided. It was insane, bro. Oh That's my god. Fucked. I know what I forgot to do. Oh shit. It was it was like mm -hmm. dude, it was insane. And and I was just like sitting there, right? I'm casually like I'm listening to music. I don't know what the hell I'm doing in StarCraft. I'm just producing units, producing units. Give control to Todd. Producing units, producing units. Give control yeah, to Todd. And that's all I did. The entire game. I produced units. And... <laughs> he took care of the rest. Yeah, he took that's care fantastic. of the rest. That's and so he had, awesome. he had his own units plus my units. So <laughs> he just sent. Mm. He just sent. Oh my Dawn god. Dawn of War Gamers. 
yeah, it's it's competitive gaming is rough, like because there's if you think about it, the only easy stuff to play is going to be like the overpowered stuff in a certain rank, and then you're gonna climb, you're gonna get to a rank where that's not effective anymore, and then your entire playstyle just dies, and then you drop way back to the bottom. Uh-huh. RTS. I mean, where you just you just get stuck in Elo Hell because you can't learn anything. RTS is a is a, is a genre of game I will never be good at. All right. Seriously, same. <laughs> like, I I will stay on my knee or I will stay on my genre of shooters. Please give me all the shooters you want. I'll clap some kids and shooters. Please do not give me an RTS because I, I suck at RTS. <sighs> I don't even know what genre of competitive gaming I'd be at. It's obviously not shooters. It's not fighters. It's not racing. Like the the best I, I ever did with racing was the Wii version of Mario Kart. Like, um, like Lemnis Gate was the best I've done at something. And there are smarter people out there than me. <laughs> so, I'd say the I closest thing to competitive that I level. could, I think the closest thing to competitive I could do right now is Wii Sports Bowling. <laughs> I'm Wii Sports Bowling. Yeah. Do you remember the old early games? Dude, I... Speaking of Wii Sports Bowling, right? So I was scrolling through Instagram. champ at boxing. Dude, boxing was sick. But bro, like... It was VR before there was VR. Dude, that was so sick. It was so sick. But we don't talk about the... Nintendo um, VR. Oh, Nintendo. Oh, Wait, yeah, the Virtual oh, Boy. Labo? 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 No, no, we're talking no. about the Virtual Boy. Oh, Void the Trail NES Boy. VR headset. Oh. That was a shit show. You don't like it? your neck if you ever want to use one. Uh-huh. Dude, that thing yeah. was like a brick. Virtual Boy was ass. It was way ahead of its time. They didn't have the technology. That's God, one thing, no. good thing you can say about Nintendo. They're always innovating, mm-hmm. always trying, trying to do something wacky and weird. You could say you have, that about Sony, the, too. I mean, you, you, then you got the Xbox, which is kind of the middle ground. They innovate a little bit. They change stuff around a little bit. They're still finding their place. And then you have fucking Sony, which is like fake tits. Just <laughs> must always be the same. Never laugh. Never dance. Well, I mean, they never have cry. tried their hand at being innovative, like PSP, like, PS Vita. They, way kind of but like way too out, if you think about it this think... this is the furthest departure they've ever had from their controllers since the very first controller they ever made ps1 ps2 and ps3 controllers all looked exactly the fucking same yes and i have right one of now each. we have the ps5 controllers which like thank god they did something because these things feel amazing oh they do and have you ever recognized... never helped one it's you can it's, hold it's got a great over. weight to it. I hate. I don't know about you guys, but when you pick something up that's technology, don't you hate it if it's like a feather in your hands? Yeah, you want to feel some oh, weight. Yeah. You want to feel some bulk. I, I don't want to feel like when I pick equipment. up my controller, that light it's and break. Our, our brains equate light and plastic with cheap. Yeah, heavy and metal with with quality. But basically, yeah. This weight reminds me of an Xbox 360 controller with batteries in it. Mm. Yes. But like, yeah, 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 I can see that. Like Did anybody lighter. ever get the rechargeable battery packs for the uh, controllers, the A360 controllers? No, but I had my cousin. I did. Yeah, yeah. My cousin I, did. I, you, like, I had, I had you shove it in there and you're... 
No, what I liked about the um, batteries that you had to manually put in is just when I was younger, I would always pretend I was loading a fucking shotgun. Right, and you like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pop it out, drop the batteries, load them in one at a time. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. you with that and me, even into my twenties, every every stick I found, I saw on the side of this road, I was like, sword, sword, exactly. <laughs> sword. Is that a good sword? Dude, that was me with you know, like how you know those uh, cardboard rolls, like the big long stick mm. rolls. Yeah, like yes. the um, wallpaper. like the ones we have. Wrapping paper. That's yeah, like it. They immediately paper. became lightsabers. Yep, they're yes. lightsabers, dude. Those are fun. Those are so mm. fun. And, um, until you cripple it, and then it's just floppy. <laughs> yeah, then it's, yeah, it's yeah. beginning to look a lot like Grandpa. Nah, it becomes nunchucks, yeah. and then you wear that out, and then you rip them into into dual pole um, poles like Nightwing. I did that one time when they were in half. I tried to double chucks with them, and they just because I actually know how to use nunchucks. They <laughs> they just ripped. I was like, well. Yeah. That was about as short as a session in bed with me. Fuck. Damn, that's crazy. That's crazy. Ah, but dude, technology has has just evolved so much in these past, like just twenty years. Like, if you look at or twenty one years since two thousand, in between two thousand twenty twenty one, I feel like has been the biggest evolve, like, like biggest state of evolving in terms of technology if that makes sense i'd say so like it's it's accelerating I think, that I think curve I've, is i think Sorry, i ahead, had Dev. read something no worries i think i had read something about um thermal paste or something about like thermal conductors how they're um finally starting to figure a way to step out of the quote-unquote stone age for them yeah yeah it was the semiconductors that we were running short That's on it. right now um, trying to get away from those because everything needs them. That's mm -hmm. why uh, I watch a a YouTube show. Uh, it's Kevin Hunter's channel, the homework guy. It's all about car buying and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And almost all of the manufacturers right now are experiencing a shortage of new vehicles because they can't get these semiconductors in. That's one of the reasons that graphics cards are so expensive right now is they can't get the semiconductors in. So obviously, trying to... Uh, trying to find an alternative to these things is the next logical step. Speaking yeah. of alternatives, I read an article. They made plastic triplets. Oh. Flexible plastic chips. Like, so oh, yeah, triplets. I saw that. I saw that. I didn't know that they're, that was plastic. It looked like on, it was some sort of a... They're based mm -hmm. on ARM. So it's ARM architecture. Um, okay. Right now, they barely run. They don't run good, right? Because it's really As early expected. stages. It's it's a plastic wafer um, and all that stuff. But they're saying this could be the future. Just the future of um, of chiplets. Yeah, because think yeah, about if, it. Uh, if you have a flexible well, chip, then you don't mm -hmm. need to stick to motherboards. A flat board, yeah. You could yeah. do like a... You could do like cylindrical poles of like, yeah. You could have like a little that. handle and just click a click one in, Plus. click another one, like, and have these things that wrap around. And if they can, if they can manage to get that knocked down, think about uh, Samsung's folding phones. Those would be they sick. would be way less bulky, mm -hmm. much thinner. They'd be uh, a lot like our more thinner smartphones nowadays. Mm -hmm. 
which is really Plus, you cool. could actually step on one and not break it. <laughs> yeah, true, true. But we're far away from plastic arm being um, actually viable in current space. Um, because obviously it's still R&D, very cutting edge. Yeah, yeah, Technology, it's still very yeah. early for that. But yeah. can you imagine once once things going with this whole flexible thing? Um, do you remember that secret scan that they had out? Which it was the bracelet that was supposed to project your phone screen onto your skin. Yeah, I remember that. That was a huge thing. It was yeah. a huge scam because obviously, like, if somebody with hairy arms like my ass, like, <laughs> wouldn't the light? Wouldn't you see the shadows of the hairs? This is what? No, it was a total. It was edited video, but with like the flexible technology, you could see things like that becoming possible. These they're already up to foldable phones now with the foldable screens. Yeah. Speaking of meme technology, Google Lens. <laughs> That's oh, they were say. trying so hard. I would love to have a wearable heads-up display like that. But, that but it yeah. looked so bad. I believe it became illegal. That's why they removed it. Bonus if the HQ is in Portland. Oh God. But like, I, I remember Google Lens, the reason why it didn't launch worldwide was because it was like privacy issues and shit. Um, because you can use those glasses to record everyone's face without them knowing, mm -hmm. right? You could yeah, exactly. record conferences, you could um, like record faces and shit. So like, I guess that was like a security risk. And that's why it became banned in so many countries that the plan just got scrapped entirely as cool as it was and that i wanted really myself cool. i wanted a google lens i wanted to have just fake ass glasses just have a hologram. yeah right you know what i mean like think about sick. how how great that would have been though for communicating across languages that you don't understand Dude, oh imagine trying they to do have, have a phone uh, call with your hand full hands full like you just use yeah, your they eyes do have, uh, select select yeah. select exactly. call phone if you could do something like that they have a device called ely that they were trying to sell um, and it was a real-time translation tool. You would talk into it, and then it would repeat in a text-to-speech voice in the language that okay. you were trying to do. And then the other person would talk into it, and then they would parrot it in, in English to your ear. Uh, the, the, the big videos were... The, 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 big, the big examples, they actually took it to Japan, and were doing video uh, of using it in Japan. Telling these little geisha girls that they wanted to take a picture with them. It was like, oh, you know... Which was adorable, but like Ely, I, I think it's I think it's still called Ely. Let me look it up. That's pretty cool. There's just a lot of really cool concepts, Apparently. like a lot Apparently, of really cool concepts. Ely is the Persian word for or. Thanks, Google Translate. I wasn't looking for that. Hey man, maybe Indigenous they're just language. kind of trying to call it uh call it an or. You know what I mean? Ely Translator. Dope. There we go. Um. Okay. Um. Ely Offline Speech Translator looks. Is, I'm seeing listings on eBay for it. There's also some copycats, the Cheetah CM Smart Instant Language Translator, double the price. Jesus, um, they're really trying to monopolize e on it. Have their own site anymore? I'm not seeing their own. I'm seeing it on Amazon. I'm seeing it on eBay. I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing that they have their own site though, which is really weird. Usually, a product has its own site. Weird. There's one time. with a screen on it. It's the Jarvisen voice translator, translation device to your global data. Hydration time. Uh, hydrate. Like, thank you. Um, and it's five hundred dollars <laughs> with free shipping. 
I know. Well, personally, like, I love languages. <laughs> I love languages so much. And I, I wish should... I had the time to study more. I know bits and pieces of, I should like, teach you some of my language. Yes, badge. One day, I'll, one day I'll teach you, like, all the basic shit. Like, how to say hi, how are you? Yes. And all that Do stuff. Uh... Oh, yeah? Ugh, there we go. I remember, um... I taught, like, I remember this, um, I, I'm sure uh, Dev here knows, um, I remember when the four of us boys, so like we have our own group of friends, like we had our own group of like, there was like, uh, yeah, there was like five of us, right? Um, yeah. And I taught them how to say my name, like my real name, actually, yeah. right? Um, and I've taught you this too, Vic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and I, I did that so I'm like, okay, if I ever find someone who's trying to be their doppelganger, I can test them. And I'll ask them how do, how do you say my name? It was just a random thought I came up with like that one just randomly one day and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna teach you guys how to say my name. And then I taught them. But I was like, yo, if I ever see one of their doppelgangers and they try to convince me that they're them, I will test them. I'll ask them what's my name. And if they say it the yeah, wrong exactly. way, then I then I'll slap the shit out of them. You know what I mean? Like just like that, and be like, "Caught you red-handed. You're fake. You're fake. You're not dev. Damn. You're ved." Got no. got no chill. Yeah, bro. Also, side note: comment coming from one of our pod uh, regular podcast viewers, our um, resident gun nut Shmorgi. He mentioned how. Uh, he, he asked a question he's and I'll read it out here like it's a tweet um, have you ever realized that every every Tomb Raider game anytime Laura goes into ancient ruins it blows up she is the most destructive force to natural history that, that there's ever been and you think and like, you yeah let's think swing on this pillar and bring the entire temple down she's just after the money bro <laughs> Another thing I, was, thing I was thinking She's about. She's a literal gold digger. No, that's a great point. <laughs> it's crazy, right? It's, it's the same thing in Uncharted. Mm-hmm. If you think about it. Yeah, yeah. Worse than Indiana Jones. At least Indy tries to preserve the site. Yeah, until he yeah. finds a rolling rock literally coming after him and he has to run away. Well, I love that, that that's the was... first thing people think of in Indiana Jones is the boulder the boulder escape. No, I thought about that scene where they cracked open the freaking what was that? The Holy Grail. That's the first oh, yeah, thing that the, comes to my the, mind. The switcheroo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. I always think of the boulder first or the whip. Just yeah, just, yeah, just his whip. whip, you know? There's a lot of classic moments from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snakes. I forgot what who was that actor that played Indiana it's Jones. Harrison again? Ford. Harrison Ford, right? That's right. Yeah, you know, Han Solo and all the yeah, other, yeah. you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it took me a moment. In a museum. Uh, I had to remember. Well, he was Han Solo. Was yeah. Han Solo, yeah. He was, he, Harrison Ford's done a lot Spoiler of things. Alert. You know, you know who also has done a lot of things was uh, Richard Dean Anderson. Um, he was, and these are older shows, so bear with me. I'm showing my age. I'm completely calling myself out right now. But uh, MacGyver, in their twenties. He played. He played MacGyver. He played uh, the main character in Stargate SG One. He's been Richard Dean Anderson's been all over the place. I've been meaning to watch Stargate. 
Stargate's good. It's still on Netflix, too, <laughs> surprisingly. They have a lot of older movies on Netflix, though. I mean, I still try not to spoil things, honestly, just because there's there's people who haven't seen stuff. And, you know, there's some public spoilers that are, you know, that people are going to hear, like Star Wars. No, I am your father. You know, that's that's it's a famous line. Everybody probably knows. But still, I tend not to talk about it that much just because I meet I might meet somebody who hasn't seen Star Wars and I'd want to give them the freshest experience possible. I don't know if that makes sense. That would but... be crazy to me, but like I understand. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like Star Wars is just something that like you think is very common, right? And like it's not. Like it's it's just not. And and like like I I'd like to say that yeah everyone knows Star Wars everyone's watched it and it's, it's really like as I said it's just crazy to me that some people have not and and it's like dude you're missing out. Cause I'm not like a hardcore Star Wars fan but I like Star Wars, right? And I like to watch it and. I don't care about the last three movies, but I do care about the canon series, like the other, like however many movies were. What was it? Like five, six. The six well, original. originally, six well, I mean, you had stories. you had the original trilogy, which was four, mm -hmm. five, and six. Mm -hmm. Then you had the prequel trilogy, which came after because he wanted to save that for better technology, because you couldn't make a puppet Yoda jump around. Like yeah. you needed the CG, so he it was smart the way he planned it. And you had one, two, and three, and then we have the ones that nobody wants to mention: seven, eight, and nine. Well, we don't talk seven, about that. I've only what seen seven, so uh, I only I think want I've seven. Seen two of them. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I do Dude. want to watch them just to say that I've seen them. Did yeah. Did we go watch a Star One, the newer Star Wars with the boys, or or we, we I, saw the first one? We saw the first one. That's what it was. Was okay, okay. Was the prequel trilogy before Disney bought it, or was it after? Um, I think it was before. Seven, eight, okay. nine were after Disney. Okay, because so I don't know where that six, line in the sand was drawn. One to six was original, if I if okay. I remember correctly, and then because like a lot of people yeah. thought that the even the, the even the prequels were inferior to the original trilogy. Because there was a lot of flack about how the Phantom Menace was the worst Star Wars movie, and it had, it, you know, it didn't look anything like, you know, because they went all CGI. Whereas if you've seen The Mandalorian, got that show. The Mandalorian put Star Wars on its back and fucking carried. It had the perfect blend of CGI and old puppetry, and it, it felt is. like Star Wars. It was that. I want to love with that show. I want to watch Mandalorian. I haven't yet. Dio, you, you how, need how to watch. How have you not that. seen that yet? Probably because okay, he doesn't right. have Disney Plus. I but do. No, I do. Fair. I, I, do I, borrow, okay, no. I borrow someone's Disney Plus, but I didn't use it do often. You have homework, my guy. Yes. You were going to watch the first two episodes of The Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I, I've been um, I've been going through the Star Wars series, so I finished yeah. the Clone Wars show, and I want to. Finish... I need to actually watch like the show, The Clone Wars. And I'm almost on Rebels, but I. Just paused it for a little bit, but I'm almost done Rebels. Then I'm gonna watch The Mandalorian. Then I'm gonna and, watch. And honestly, for sorry, then go I'm gonna watch. Then I'm gonna watch Bad Batch. Mm. Right after. I I have to say, for anybody who hasn't watched The Mandalorian, at least watch the first season. 
Yes. Uh, just because I haven't touched the second season because I liked Gina Carano and I liked her version of Cara Dune, and she's not in the series anymore. Uh, so. Uh, I, I hate when they recast things. I recently learned that they've already done that shit to Wheel, Wheel of Time. They recast my favorite character, Matt Cawthon. That is tragic to hear. For season two, yeah. So we're going to have a, uh, one Matt Cawthon in season one. We're going to have a different Matt in season two. And that's going to... F- I'm already disappointed with that. And I haven't, the, the series isn't even out yet. I was going to say, um, I don't know if you guys know the YouTube channel Corridor. Or Corridor Digital or Corridor Crew. Yeah, um, the um, channels. Um, I don't know if I'm known. familiar with them. Uh, yeah. Boneworks, right? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I have so, Boneworks. Okay. So, um, yeah, the, the main those guys Boneworks. have a series where they bring in a bunch of stunt, uh, like stunt artists, like people who yeah. do stunts from all uh, various different shows. And they bring them on set. They make they watch a bunch of stunts happening in movies, and then they just give peanut gallery and some of the stunt stunt people they bring in are actually people who act in the mandalorian as stunt people oh that's sweet yeah that's sweet um Man, st- uh, stunt people are just they're insane dude. dude they're wild like one of the big things in martial arts is knowing how to fall these fuckers know how to fall oh yeah yeah like and that's one of the things that was so impressive though and so unique about jackie chan when he was doing his movies is I'm fairly certain he did almost all of his own stunts. He did I'm, all of his stunts. The yeah, he, he insisted he, had, he did them. Yeah, the enti- the times that he'd been carted off to the hospital because he broke something. Like you know right. that scene in Rush That's... Hour where he falls down all those lights. Oh, he got injured by that. Yeah, yeah, they um a whole bunch of third degree burns if I remember. Ooh, third degree burns, and I think he broke something or he sprained think... something. Yep. Yeah. I'd have um, to look it up, but yeah, because sure what happened was on that light because he had to do like I think he had to do like two or three takes of it. Yeah, One of them went takes. really bad, and that's what mm-hmm. really made him hurt. Um. Yeah. I hate to interrupt this, but uh, can you guess what I just got in my Discord DMs? Um. Spoilers. Man, I'm sorry for bothering here. I'm getting in trouble about your Steam account. Oh. Live, we have a scammer. Live. Oh, bro. Why, why are they not... Bro, they should learn from me and not do that, you know? Hey. Yep. I, I just want to see what he says, so I, I reply back, LOL, really. Dude, that's wild. That's exactly what I'm going to be doing. Is it from anyone we know? No, just some dude named Dexter, and he's got a picture of a car on his profile. Oh no, that's just Crow's randomly dog. messaged me. On- it's Crow's dog. Oh god, Crow, control your fucking dog. Your dog is trying to scam me. Um, for you, that is uh, smart ass dog. For you, um, audio listeners on Spotify and Apple. Oh, he Crow found me or- via the Lemnis Gate server. Oh shit, Crow or Crowlot is one of our friends. Um, well, mine and Vic's mutual friend. Um, and super cool guy. He has a dog named Dexter. So mm-hmm. that's just some, just some, uh, background for you guys. He's also a podcast co-host. Feel free to check out some episodes he's on, like the Legends of the Fat Hog. I forget what episode that is, but he's on that episode. Legends of the Fat Hog. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Fucking goddamn it. 
Hey man, I got some I got some sick titles, bro. I'm telling you. Oh, he found me. He found me on the Lemon Skate server, so I gotta. Dude, Lemon Lemon get... Skate slaps. Oh, it's a sick game. I'm, I'm just it's a great game. I just gotta screenshot this so I can give it to the admins. See, let me let, let me check what episode Fat Hog was. Um, episode four. Episode one was the Kilroy debut. Um, sadly, Kilroy is temporarily retired, so we only get that one episode to cherish for now. And remember, if you guys ever decide to comment on the YouTube videos, so if any of you Spotify Apple viewers end up going to the YouTube channel or even come live on Twitch, make sure to say Kilroy short and he's 5'6, alright? Don't believe that he's 6'5. He's 5'6, okay? And if you ever want to DM someone from the podcast, make sure you join uh, the stream. Get on my Discord and message Victor7. Um, he's always free to get DM'd. Uh, so feel free to. Feel what are free we? To DM what are we DMing me for? Yeah, if you ever want to talk and interact with anyone from the podcast, just talk to Victor Seven. He's a really cool guy. Um, he loves getting messages from the fans. So, I mean, to, yeah, feel free to use my my inbox, you cuck. Feel free to send him. <laughs> uh, if you want free guns and gun facts, you guys can message Schmorgi or Schmorgisborgis. Uh, uh, he'll tell you some really cool facts about guns. Uh, and if you like guns, then feel free to be his friend. Um, we're hoping to bring in a um, um, gun times with uh, Schmorgi um, as a segment sometime on the podcast. So you know that would that would be really fun. Have a have a have a, a Schmorgi in the gun and uh, gun range segment. You know, telling us all types of shit like what ammo type does PPSH 41s take from World War Two, so shit like that. You know. The ammo shortage must really be hurting. Mm hmm. They really do be, man. But that's the thing, bros. Make sure you guys, you guys check out all our socials and shit, man. And for those of you on the live stream right now, exclamation mark pod and exclamation mark YouTube, get the YouTube and the Spotify Apple links, follow it up, make sure to slurp it up, make sure to like get all that shit, like, you know, like followed and stuff it really helps um we just peaked over 25 listeners in the span of a few days so and fucking it's pretty fantastic. sick and we've hit 50 streams that's pog man that's pog so you know feel free to up upvote it um there will be more roasting of dan because we all love to roast dan and um you know you know, just make sure you check out all the things, everybody, because... I saw something start posting, and I was like, oh, shit, I gotta ban this. this is... Oh, it's the bot. Never mind. <laughs> ban the bot. Yes. So, yeah. You guys you guys better get in. You know, do all the do all the shenanigans, because we got a lot of content coming. This is a new podcast. A lot of different... Things are going to be happening. Quality changes. I'm going to be changing my mic soon, which is going to be really sick. We're, we're going to have different segments with, with co-hosts. We're going to have all these crazy things as we keep growing. So make sure you share with everybody. Share with your pets, your family that can actually consume this content. 
if they don't and like freak enemies. out or have panic yes. attacks. Share it with your enemies that I may lambast their eardrums with my ultimate power. I'm sorry. Yeah, that too. That too. Um, if you guys like, oh, God. if you guys like D and D, um, we have a make sure to come in on uh, Vic's podcast because where we can mention D and D. All right, if you like talking about D and D, we can get started on D and D. And speaking of D and D, all right, Vic here is a DM. All right, yeah, he's a pretty sick DM. I he got me into D and D. We just played, um, what was it? Session zero of curse of strong and i have a stand i'm a jojo reference okay i'm a jojo reference i'm punching holes i'm i'm punching holes in people's head tops and i am tearing limbs out of people's bodies man like i'm i'm doing work and we have a really star-studded lineup on the dnd shit so like you know it's pretty sick but yo vic leading into dnd shit what was your worst time DMing? Like, when was it? When, like, what was your worst time DMing? Mm. I would have to say that it would be near the beginning. Because when I started DMing, here's the thing. I got into D&D in a very weird way. Most people get in and they start playing, right? They play for a few years. They do a few hundred sessions. And then they try their hand at DMing. Yeah. That's the natural way to go about things. I, however, do not do anything the natural way. I always do things the hard way. Is there any other way? That there means, isn't. yes, but uh, I'm stupid, so I don't take it. Uh, so I jumped straight into DMing. Mm-hmm. Because I, as a published author, thought that this would probably help out my writing. And it did. Um, Side note, Vic is a one brain cell Andy Just saying, continue I swear to god So, I jumped in, my first session that I ever DM'd Was a 12 person public table that I was getting paid to run I had a, I had a co-DM I was going to do all the story stuff And he was going to handle all the rule stuff Over a period of about 4 or 5 months of DMing with him uh, I learned a lot of the rule stuff, and I was able, we able started splitting the tables where he would run one party of six, and I would run another party of six in the same world. Mm-hmm. And so, like, what they did would affect, like, the stuff that we could do, and, you know, different parts of the world would have been handled by the time we got back. And, uh, you know, whoever wants to go on this quest, you're at that table. Whoever wants to go on this quest, you're at my table, type thing. And it uh, got to the point where. He was just kind of done doing it, and I ended up managing the entire event myself. I ran this for, I want to say, about a year paid. Uh, and it was at a social lounge that I was already getting paid $16 an hour at, so it was fantastic. So yeah, I'm over here it. getting paid 16 an hour to play D&D. <laughs> that's right. Um, but, like, sitting there, and, of course, they were ordering food, so the the program was paying for itself. So <laughs> I learned how to DM in the most severe DMing environment possible. Uh, which was, you know, where most people want to end up, which is being mm-hmm. paid to DM and making it a part of your job. Eventually, because uh, I did four different things in that building, I was their security officer, I was their game technician, I was their lane technician for the bowling lanes, and I was their event runner for the uh, D&D. I remember uh, this place. Yeah, our Tabletop Tuesdays is what we called it. So they... Uh, 
eventually ended up um, deciding that they needed to cut back on stuff. So they didn't need security anymore. They didn't need game tech anymore. They didn't need a lane tech anymore. And they didn't need Tabletop Tuesdays anymore. And I was like, well, what do you want? And they hit me with this right before I ran my last session there. So I had That's to like... Chopped. And then try to run this fucking session. Um, they offered me a handout. And I'm looking at the jobs that were available. And they're all $12 and $13 an hour jobs. I'm like, you want me to take a $4 an hour pay cut? That I'm right. sorry? That ain't right. So I laughed at them. And I put the... I, I uh, placed the uh, paper on the desk and walked out of the meeting. I ran my last session. And... Uh, gathered my shit and they never saw me again um i eventually ended up taking that game home and experimenting more with it i built a core group of players um and uh we that's where that we just finished that campaign that campaign ended up running for a total of three years damn and we just finished it and they beat it uh i want to say about two months ago so I've been formulating a new campaign for that group of players, but also uh, I know a lot of people uh, from the Twitch community are really into D&D, and there's a lot of people that have been really curious about D&D as well. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, you know, me being a DM, why don't I try running a module like Curse of Strahd, which is one of the highest rated modules, right? I've never run anything that's pre-written. I usually like to run things that I write. So Hungry. we did a session zero on Monday. Um... I mean, it can be homebrew, sure, but it's more just my own storytelling because it's easier for me to manipulate the world and have it react to what the players are doing because I know the NPCs. I wrote the NPCs. I am the NPCs. (laughs) So, you know, when Dio asks me a stupid question, I can grab him by the throat and squeeze until the breathing stops, you know? Um. (laughs) Excuse me. I tried to tase him. Okay. I tried to tase him. This motherfucker went to try to prank... A seven and a half foot tall female orc blacksmith. That would have been a very messy situation. If not for his stand, he may have died. <laughs> yeah, because she just straight up. I had to roll a stealth roll, and he rolled a four against her 19 perception. Uh, so instantly. Eyes are bugging out. The fucking party just left him there because this was like the third prank he tried to pull this session. I don't blame the party. No, no, like they didn't want to die. Hey, um, <laughs> so, but like, and all in all, I it was kind of our session zero. It was just people getting used to their characters, and I had like a little you know, mini quest that I had written in five minutes. But mm. everybody seemed to really enjoy it. So that's usually the best. I'm so salty, man. I tried to steal a cake and I got shut down. I <laughs> got shut the- down by Bender. I- I rolled the best rolls of my life. I had a plus four. I had proficiency and everything, bro. And I lost because a man nat 20 twice, bro. He nat 20 twice. Fantastic. Uh, it was this, just not meant to be. This bucket no. shut me down no. on high, like, high 15 plus rolls, man. I had 15 plus rolls. I rolled like a 17. Okay, he wasted all he wasted all those good rolls because as soon as y'all got into combat, it was whiff city for him. Uh, and you're over here punching people's skulls in. Just hanging there on your arm. True, true. I like you, I like my fatalities. 
Oh, y'all were y'all were putting it down. It was fantastic. Dude, rip the guy's shit. stomach good out, shit. dent and put a dent in a dude's skull. Yeah, um. yeah, it was. And uh, it was funny because we were talking offline about the possible subclasses because I started everybody at second level because oh, okay. uh, we have two brand new players. So, so I chose second level because at first level, like you get sneezed on and you're dead. Oh, definitely. I, I felt that in my mm -hmm. first session. Mm -hmm. Like Bender, I think Bender took a total of what, 17 damage in two rounds. Thankfully, he was, uh, what did he do? Orc Barbarian. So he had plenty of hit points, but and he, he like, I, I know, and I took him down to something like nine, but because he just kept getting weapons buried in his neck. But um, I didn't want to like... go with first level because I wanted the new players to have some, some something to use. Well, I wanted to have have some some generosity, some leeway, you know, because mm. I wanted there to be room for mistakes and not have them be deadly, you know. But at yeah. the same time, I didn't want to start at third level because third level is where you pick your subclass, and that's where shit gets complicated. Yeah. Uh, for most classes, um, so with Theo them. being a monk. I figure like second level is going to be great with Bender being the barbarian. Second level is probably going to be great because I think third level is both when they choose their uh, their branches, their paths. Um, so we we're talking to Dio about because Dio's character has a secondary character. Uh, it's kind of this ghostly version of a water genasi and basically has that as his stand. So a lot of times he lets uh, her name is Toya. He lets her out to do the attacks instead of himself. Um, and the way of the astral self basically puts that in stone. Like, this is your stand. You get a punch ghost. Uh, <laughs> so it's it's almost perfect to kind of flavor this that way in case, like, Dio wants to be using weapons and stuff like that, and then he calls out the stand and just rocks something because it actually gives you extra damage on on those, uh, those stand attacks. So everything it's... that we've written just comes together. Because right now, my stand and my character do the same thing. Exactly, um, yeah. <laughs> the stand is just there for flavor right now. And then yeah. once we sort of get into Astral Self, it's going to be more than just flavor. It's going to be some mm -hmm. spice. Like You're going to actually some, have a rule set to use with it. And that's the way of the Indian Astral Self spice. is one of the newest subclasses, too. Because mm -hmm. it just came out in uh, Tasha's Cauldron of Everything, which I own. So... If need be, I'll buy it on D&D Beyond just to enable you to use Look the subclass. Fair enough. So, um, but yeah, it's it's the one of the things that I love about D&D, and this is what I try to tell people who are skeptical about it. It's like, yeah, you know what? There's bad DMs out there. Um, if you find one that you get along with, fantastic. Uh, but the thing about D&D is supposed to be that it's about freedom and it's about choice and it's about immersion. To me, that's the way I tend to like to run my games. Um, because in a video game, the advantage of a video game is a graphics engine, right? You don't have to use your imagination. It's all right there in front of the screen, right there for you. And it's being rendered for you. Um, but the drawback is there's only so many responses you can program in because there's no human running it. <laughs> it is being run by a machine with its limits. So you can only ask the questions that are on screen. Whereas when you have, when I'm your computer, we don't have the graphical engine but I can adapt to you. You can ask any question you want, and I will have an answer. You can perform any action you want. There will be a consequence. Yup. Right? Just like so, three cranks. And, that's, and it, that's why it makes it feel more real, because if you can think it, there's multiple ways to do it. So, 
Right, I will be right back. I have to go let my duck out, but uh, you guys Indeed. Keep going. Yeah, we can carry. We can carry. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm enjoying D and D so far. Um, for like someone it. for someone who's done a session zero for the first time ever, I've never played D and D in my life. I knew yeah. nothing about D and D. I've done. I have minimal knowledge of the game whatsoever. Right, and genuinely it's it's a blast i'm i'm glad you enjoy it i'm i'm enjoying it so much and well partially it's because of your dming you're doing a, an amazing job right i appreciate that um and second you know it's because like i've never done something like this before and it's so different and yeah in, in a sense this is bringing out sort of my acting mm-hmm in a in 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 a, in a sense, like I had to act like a drunk guy for the first time. Uh huh. <laughs> and <laughs> that's that's the cool thing about D and D too is you create these moments, and especially since you're gonna be recording, it, maybe on the stream you can capture these moments. Like uh, I was so happy that again my favorite D and D moment was "Don't touch me, you filth," and that's forever immortalized as an audio yeah, command now. Facts. The dr yeah, his drunk was cash, wasn't it? Yeah. It was fantastic. Dude, I was so happy about my drunk because you guys really liked that's, it. Yeah, and that's the thing, though. That's part of D&D. &D. I throw you something and you run with it. You know, you throw me something and I run with it. And that's just how it goes. When when you when you said, uh, what's it called? When you, when you, when I tried to do con, to do con saves and absolutely f bomb them, I lost my ability to speak while drunk. Oh yeah, what the hell he am forgot I supposed all of to his do? languages. Gibberish. In one point, I was like, "Yeah," you know, like, I, like I don't know what the hell I was doing, right? Yeah, just fucking do it. And it was it was fun. I, I I genuinely enjoyed it, right? And how did you feel about the little mini story that I threw together with the uh, the drow and the uh, frost pixie? That was nice. The other mini story I liked was Brick and Captain. Oh yeah, that was just I, I, honestly that, that was just improv. You I was just reacting to what y'all were doing. I thought, hey, this would be really funny. Let's do this. It's funny I because returned. Welcome back. Yeah. Thank you. I was I was laughing I figured, so hard. I figured he was the perfect person because he was the only one who would probably react the way that I wanted somebody to react, rather yeah. than just going all full horn dog on her and getting killed. Oh God. My character would absolutely get killed if if the oh, orc was if the if orc not was by not, her then by Toya. If, if the orc is not enough, it's gonna be the captain because Toya will not oh, save yeah. me a second time. Oh no! <laughs> I, my character was at the point where my stand was like, "Dude, this is your last chance to live. You screw up. I ain't helping you, my G. I ain't helping you." Right? Yeah, a nat twenty on unzipping a dress. Absolutely. That's well, no, that was for zipping it up. He fun. No, yeah, no, you're right. It was unzipping. It was like, shoot, shoot, I'm out. Bye. Like he fumbled on zipping it though. Oh, that was fantastic, dude. Was imagine, fantastic. imagine it just turned See, into a romance anime, the and then she just fell for him. That would have been funny. I'm, I'm I'm, well, see, here's the thing. I usually try to avoid that. Right mm. now, my dilemma is how far should I push this? Oh, the brick and captain? Because I, yeah, because I have an idea. I could do a thing. And because you guys are in a completely different land now, 
but I could do a thing, and I'm debating on whether a or not scene? I should do the thing. A cutscene? No, not a cutscene. Like, to insert things into the Curse of Strahd story, because you know me, I like to write my own shit. <laughs> so, Shorty says do it, do the thing. If, oh. if you think your players are going to like it, then I think you should do it. I think I, I, I'm probably going to. Um, and I think uh, it was money. Dev, I don't know if I, I don't think I have you on Discord or anything like that, but Not if you yet. add me, I can, I can explain my idea and give you, because obviously yeah, I don't want to talk about it right here because I have, like, one of my players is right fucking here, the other one's in chat. Like, and this is being recorded. Yep. Right. You don't so. want to spill the secrets before they're even on the table. Uh, I surprised I... for it because. <laughs> Dude, that was I can't wait for session one. Cause session one is gonna is it's that's when the cash money is gonna start flowing. Trust me. Oh yeah. It's gonna be It's gonna be Oh there we are, got that got that friend request. Well, like, let me that's, see if I it's just D D's fun. D and D's yeah. fun. I've been if I, if you have the if you have the right DM, it's a it is a fucking I remember Blast. Vic was like, dude, you gotta play D D&D uh, &D with us. I was like, can I have I a stand? Gotta he's get like, you into a game. He's, he's, I was like, can I have a stand? He's like, bet. Absolutely. <laughs> he reflavored a whole ass monk just so I can have a stand. Yeah, if you can think of it, we can make it happen. Just gonna, you know, within reason. That way it's not broken and everybody else gets to have fun too. That's all. That's really, I want there to be an even amount of fun for every player. That's... <laughs> That's literally the only goal and I have. And I like how you integrated um, Toya so far with the whole... Oh, you, you like the back and forth? Yeah, I like the back and forth. It's funny. I never thought... Like, honestly, okay, when I was thinking, like, okay, if you're going to be Toya, like, if you're NPCing Toya, yeah. then how are those interactions going to be? How am I going to respond? And, yeah, like, to me, right, because I'm, I've never done D&D before, I don't know uh. the flow, I don't know how things are going to be or how into yeah. it I'll be, right? I was, not in a sense, nervous, but I was, um, I was sort of like unsure how things were going to happen, how I was going to execute things mm -hmm. as my character, and I didn't even know how I was going to execute my own character, right? But then... Yeah, yeah as we sort of got into it and i tried i i felt around on how my character's personality should be and i sort of uh um i sort of tried to try to sort of fit the fit the mood that i wanted to bring with my character yeah. i got into it i became the character and i just I, I did what I had to do to be a meme. Yeah, and that's exactly what we want. Is once you, like yeah. you get into it, you start feeling, it, you start understanding how your character is going to respond in certain situations, because you know that character so well. That's what the session yeah. zero is for, is to get your feet wet, get you kind of wading into the pool, and be like, okay, yeah, I, now I feel like I know what I'm doing. It's like, so, when, it's like you don't expect one of your one of your like players to just nickname every other player no, Pedro, no, Pierre and Brick. Brick. <laughs> Fucking Brick. They're not that's... even named that. No, but it's it's it, that's one of the cool unique memories that you've created with this character. Yeah. You have you have and, and everybody has something special. Yes. Like uh Crow's character Batrion, 
I was initially really worried about this character because I felt Pedro. like going into Barovia, an emotionless character was going to be really hard to write things around. And now after seeing how he does in the session zero, I understand how I can write things to where he starts to learn about these things. This character's like Blitzcrank mixed with Bastion, but has yeah, like exactly. no empathy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, he's, he's got, he's, he's a really good blank slate. And I've already started planting that seed with like, do you feel an uncomfortable tickle? Like describing the emotion without saying the emotion, you know? Because that that flexes the the muscles in my brain. Because how do I, how do I relate this to a creature that doesn't feel? So, um, so I mean, because he's kind of, it's like a warforged, but it's it's a tulaton. So it's like a living mannequin that's made out of a certain type of uh, tool set. So right. he's made with alchemy tools. So he gets a swim speed, and you know he knows a couple of formulas and things like that. So, but he's also playing a cleric. Um, but again, like a, a, a walking, a living mannequin that hasn't really discovered how to be human yet. Mm -hmm. So like his development over the entirety of Curse of Strahd, like recognizing emotions in other people. Like now I know how I'm going to feed this information and help him start transforming his character. Then you go to uh, Pyrrhic, who is a changeling orphan. Uh, you know, somebody who has been out on the streets the entire time. Nags' character. Um, okay. You have somebody who has been forced to uh, appear as something he's not for most of his life, uh, who has had to uh, earn everything he's had because he's never had anybody to help him out. Uh, so he's, uh, you know, kind of sympathetic towards those like the beggars, the homeless, the orphans mm -hmm. and whatnot. But at the same time, you know, not relying on anybody to help him out because he was the only really ever had himself. Um, understanding that this character... Every character, when you write a good character, it, it just, and this is lessons for anybody who wants to be a writer or an author someday. When you write a character, every character needs to start out with a lie the character believes. And it's something that is wrong. Because whether you're taking the character on a positive arc, which is most common, or a negative arc, um, at some point they have to confront the truth and either accept the truth and believe something different and evolve as a character or reject the truth and hold on to the lie even tighter, which is that negative arc. Usually taking that negative arc makes one into a villain. Yes. Um, usually the positive arc or redemption arc in some cases uh, leads into them being a little bit more on the side of good. Not always, but um, my point is the lie that Pyrrhic believes is that he's the only thing he can rely on, right? So there will be situations where he is going to need the team's help and eventually will have to ask for it. Um, and it's going to be a turning point in this character's story. We take Beric, who is this uh, half-orc barbarian uh, who has a really, really strong family legacy. His father died an honorable death, and so he joins the town's guard because it's uh, the easiest way for him to follow in his father's footsteps, right? So in his mind, the lie that he believes is that he needs to die in battle to measure up to his father. He's also right? kind so of he's... a head. Yeah, so, I mean, nine intelligence, yeah, but that's one. That's a facet Ouch. of his story is that, you know, and there's the stretch in the hydrate, because Beric, the lie that he believes is that he, he, he needs to die in battle uh, to measure up to his father. 
right? Sounds like an Olaf situation. Basically, yeah. Oh, damn, you were on it before I could get to it. I got you, bro. Continue. I didn't even see what was said. God damn it. But yeah, so, and then we have Ginjo. Ginjo is a little bit of a tougher one. Um, just because uh, you're, you're kind of so multifaceted. There's no, like, the, the upbringing was good. You grew up in a noble house. Um, still try to help out those uh, beneath you, but you're addicted to pranks and stuff, right? So there's no, we don't really have, we don't really quite have a lie the character believes, but I feel like on entering Barovia, Ginjo is going to be kind of shaken uh, for, as to how different this world is from what he is used to. The feeling of despair across this entire land is probably going to get to him. And oh. thank God he's got Toya with him to keep him straight because, like, seeing the things that he's going to see is probably going to throw him for a loop. You know, maybe the he's lie that he believes is that, way. you know, the world is good and great and that there's nothing really wrong with it and everybody can kind of live as they are and that there's not really much of a problem because he's fine, kind of a, uh, he's kind uh, of a happy go lucky character, right? He, there's nothing really, yeah, exactly. So that could be a really good selling point when you encounter something horribly tragic and emotional and it like throws your character for a loop and you realize that some parts of this world are really, really shitty. Right? How do you feel yeah. like how would you how would you feel once you've seen something like that? I, like, I honestly yeah, it was... haven't really thought too much about that. Because yeah, for I mean, me, it's, it, my... this is way in the future. But... Oh, absolutely. It's just because, like, my main intention for Ginja is to be funny, lighthearted. Yeah. It's who he is. It's comic what relief. His... Yeah, it's comic And relief. in Ginjo's mind, it would be, it's easy to justify punching a hole through a bandit's head because it's a bandit. It's a criminal. You don't really view them as human. Right? Bad guy. Exactly. Yeah. Right? But what happens, like he has a family what happens once you're pitted against somebody that you know? right okay. then that's when it becomes more difficult for your character like it's no longer just a combat encounter it's i don't want to kill this person okay right? i feel like this is a trap for you somehow bringing in a specific character from final fantasy 7 no no just, no i gonna, promised you i wouldn't do that you just I gonna do, I wouldn't dirty. do that I'm just gonna do no 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 everything i'm no, like no, everything what he's gonna I'm... do what he's gonna do is he's gonna create an npc that you're all gonna get really comfortable with and then later down the line gonna bring up some hidden backstory and he's gonna give you a choice to either kill this person or let him go and keep on their nefarious deeds hey yo if there's an npc named jimmy and i'm forced to kill him i'm i'm not gonna be happy <laughs> oh jimmy no jimmy. Jimmy. I always so i need i need to put okay. down my alerts but damn Oh, damn. Look at that. Prime for three months. That's crazy. I just had to. I had to get out. I had to. I had to recognize that. Because that's a three month yeah. sound. That I just heard. Absolutely. I need, to, I need to put my alerts on now. The, the other option that I could have is to start a prank war. Have yes. like a gnome, a little gnome that, that finds him and follows him around and pranks him better than he can prank everybody else so he gets pissed off and. Like can't find this fucking gnome. I should put Rip back in. Don't rip gnome. See, insane. so Rip. I mean, he had a much longer name, but we called him Rip for short. Uh, one of the first characters I ever made uh, years and years and years ago when 3.5 was a thing before I'd ever played. 
Oh, we got the volume and everything. I see what's going on. Um. Oh, pardon me. Rip was like Ginjo. He was a serial prankster. And as a gnome, like, they value that shit. Uh, so he became the best prankster in his village. Yep. Dude, the, oh, I, remember you oh, I, I remember you mentioned this, uh, this to us. Uh, yeah. About a gnome who displays pranks all mm -hmm. the time. And it's well, like... He got so he got so good at it that he left his village and he went to the nearby human settlement. He was bragging at the tavern about how good he is at pranking. And the drunk bard in the corner said, why don't you go prank the copper dragon at the top of the mountain? <laughs> so, of course, he did. He brought a girdle of gender change and put it around his talon. So she became a he and was pissed about it. Of course, the thing is you don't know about copper dragons, they are also pranksters. Oh, but no. they... They do the more deadly style pranks. So this entire campaign that I was writing was all because of the, all these weird deadly things happening because a gnome started a prank war with a copper dragon. Gotcha. Dude. Yeah. Like, I would, I would love to find a way to develop my character more than just being comedic relief like it's great to have him as a joke character and that is my intention and that will be my intention throughout but i feel like he needs a way to mature because he you... does he does have times when he is very you know serious mature yeah you and you demonstrated that when you were talking with people yeah mm -hmm. Um, but I, wouldn't, I honestly wouldn't worry about it because you're going to have plenty of opportunities for character growth uh, the way that this the story in this particular module goes <laughs> so maybe like I make some jokes and people are more grim and they don't laugh at it and oh, it yeah. sort of it sort of gets to me you know it's like you know why aren't they laughing um am I am I like what's happening you know i thought i was being funny and lighthearted. yeah like stuff like that because that could yeah. potentially break ginjo because he's that type of guy who runs off enjoyment the rush of of pranking people the the enjoyment of people smiling and being happy and enjoying their time he wants right. their attention right absolutely yeah he thrives off and when that. that when that disappears you know he sort of so comes he. to her yeah Who is and that would be an interesting thing well i mean that's and that's another thing that you're going to realize real quick is that barovia is a very different place where tulanen get shanked i mean where tulanen is bright and colorful and happy uh barovia is a very sick and depressing place it's very gray, it's very colorless, it's very lifeless. People look at you with bags under their eyes and close their shutters, you know? Like, it's a very unfriendly, unwelcoming place. Mm -hmm. uh, despair is the name of the game there. So, over time, I could imagine that wearing down somebody like Ginjo. Absolutely. Is, you know, used to this, this positive energy and this happy-go-lucky, yeah, you know, goofing around, messing around, making people laugh and smile, and then you get this this place that there, where there's absolutely no laughter or if there is it's the wrong kind you know or the the street drunks laugh at the children they beat or the hags laugh at the uh mm -hmm. children they're eating you know yeah 
Jeez. Like, it's it's a very very dark place, and there's mm. so many dark, twisted, horrible things to discover there that I feel like they're perfect opportunities for just a little bit of character development for everybody. Because some of this stuff is going to shock people, and I think yeah. that shock value is going to go over really well as far as like. How are you as a team going to handle this? Pack specs, go home. <laughs> Except that you can't because the mists of Barovia. Only right. the Mistani can take you back. Yeah, or you have to break the curse. Indeed, which is what the curse of Strahd is all about. Yes, sir. But honestly, like I'm super impressed uh, with the way that everybody's played. I'm super impressed with the synergy of the party. I'm to... impressed with the way, like, everything going. And even though it was just that one session, like, there was so much, so much really good just, I was gonna, yeah. I was going to, uh, uh, how shall I say? I completely lost my train of thought. That's all right. You're gonna want, like, prompt people to sort of, um, look at their character or something. I don't know. Well, again, there's going to be a lot of opportunities here and just watching how you guys work together and, you know, take the curveballs that I throw at you and and uh, make something out of them is going to be I think it's going to be a treat. This is going to be a very, very unique game. I mean, I'm glad I this really yeah. does feel like a moment unique to just the five of us. Right. You know, what I mean, like. I, I don't feel like anyone else could replicate what we're doing. Yeah. You know, like you could you could start a Curse of Stroud campaign, but you're not going to have the same Ginjo, right? Because Ginjo's me. I'm Ginjo. That's my exactly. character. That's literally a facet of myself. Mm -hmm. um, Ginjo is the engine for Ginjo is in your brain. Exactly. Mm. No yeah. one can replicate that better than me because it's my character. Right? His mm -hmm. mannerisms, his habits, his his sense of humor and all these different things are my brain engine same with uh barrack or brick as i call yeah. it yeah um um that is purely bender um Batrion or pedro as my character calls them um that lifeless um doll animated doll that's all crow right no one can yeah. replicate yeah. that they can try, but I don't think they can really bring out the same charm, right? I mean, you you could mimic it, but you could never replicate it. Yeah. Exactly. And there's a big difference. Mm -hmm. So... Because you can mimic anything, but replicating yeah, yeah. something is, like, not easy. Right? Yeah, I know that, um, for myself, uh, I'm running... Well, I'm not running the session, but I'm playing a session of Grim Hollow. And uh, the way I introduced my character... Uh, he's a paladin with um subclass of necromancer. Mm -hmm. So there's there's already that little yeah, that the inner conflict. Yeah, there, the with, inner conflict with that. And, which, um, uh, which which oath did you take? Uh we haven't gotten to that yet. We just okay. we're we're just about to get to that. So uh, the way that um our DM is doing levels is step ups. So we started off at level one, which was a huge ass mess when we had our first encounter. And then uh, we're just about to get to our next location where we will jump straight into level three. Sweet. And so, so you're doing milestones. Like yeah, milestones. like milestones. That's it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so That's the way I, I introduced my uh, character was um, 
uh, he Terminator walked toward the other characters after they had just taken out a small squad of guards from the town. And he's uh-huh. also dressed in guard armor, right? So uh, they think they're about to get like messed up. But no, he's just like, nice. <laughs> just a nice guy. Uh, looks threatening, but he's really nice. Yeah, he's a gentle. It's gentle it's guy. good to have that that kind of demeanor where like you project one thing, but then you completely yeah, surprise different. people with what you are. Exactly. That reminds it's me. It's that like anime I love plots, against you know? type stuff. Just yeah. personally. Yeah. I don't know why I felt like I remember, bro. When I first had my name, right, and everyone used to do JoJo references, and I was like, dude, I don't get this. Why are you doing this to me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like, I, I was always like, dude, why? Why JoJo references? And I watched JoJo after a while, right? After I said I wouldn't because I was like, uh-huh. I was so annoyed with the JoJo stuff that I said I wouldn't watch JoJo. <laughs> Right. But then after but I sort if of you go in expecting it. it to be ridiculous, it's amazing. Yeah, so I, I ran with it, right? I watched quite a few seasons with Dan. And Dan yeah. is sitting there laughing our asses off, right? And I'm, we're sitting there, we're pausing pausing the feed. We're like, all right, what do you think is going to happen? What's going to happen uh-huh. next? Let's guess. And we yeah. just we go wild. We're guessing the craziest shit. And then we're like, but wait, there's more, <laughs> you know, like, and it just keeps going. And, you know, um, yeah, exactly. And one and, of the one of the best things about know. the JoJo series is that stupid. Well, yes, but I planned for this. And while you were doing that, I planned this. And, you know, they explain everything like stepping back in time with each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, um, foreshadowing. I'm, the, it's I'm the opposite side of JoJo. I don't know if you guys have seen uh, Akame Got Kill. I have not. I have not. I, isn't that one where she fights with half a pair of scissors? Like, yeah. I, 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 I thought that was dumb, but I never, I never gave it a chance. Can I just so, say um, that I'm having deja vu? If if you if you go into it thinking that it's um, a happy-go-lucky series, kind of like a classic isekai, you are going to be very disturbed. I'll say. Kind of like a Invincible, then, yeah. Yeah. Except, yeah. um, or, or E0 is another great example of, oh, you yeah. think this is going to be a classic isekai? You're very wrong. So I'll, I'll give a small spoiler. Is it kill a kill? Okay, sorry. I legit am having deja vu. Yeah. I feel like we had this specific conversation when I'm looking at my Streamlabs OBS and the three of us in this order talking about the same topic mentioned by Dev. You dreamed of this at some point. I dreamed That's what this happened. at some point. Yeah. I so actually want to give a slight spoiler I, here. Can, can I um, can I just can I mute, yeah. mute myself for this? I don't want to hear any spoilers. All right, Dio, give give me a thumbs up when we're ready to go. Okay. All right. Are you ready, Dio? Yeah, let's go. Run it. All right. So, at the start of the show, you come up with this uh, young little guy. He's like all happy go lucky. He wants to go and save the world and whatnot. He has his friends that he was separated with, and uh, eventually he ends up on the street because he trusted someone with all of his cash, and they walked off. So, uh, and then some nice little lady takes him into their townhouse by, like, these noble people. And, uh, a couple, uh, hours pass in the show, and then they go and, uh, hydrate. They, uh, d- these assassins come in to kill everybody there, basically, right? And so he's trying so to be the next guy. So they go hydrate, and then assassins come in? Is that what yes. you're saying? Okay, cool, yes, cool. totally. But, yeah. um, yeah, so 
these assassins come in to come kill this uh, noble family, but he tries to be the nice guy he is and tries to defend this chick. And uh, eventually he uh, comes to learn that uh, this chick he's trying to defend had captured his friends and was torturing them and tortured one of his friends to death. And like this family would bring in adventurers from the road and fuck with them, torture them, kill them, cast them to the side. And then, yeah, it's just a really dark show. And if you go into it thinking it's going to be like happy-go-lucky, it will be really, Shit. really mind-opener. Should definitely watch it though. Should we give Victor meat now? Thumbs up. Yeah. There you we go. Lord. You're mean, Lord. You're a mean, Lord. <laughs> what? You're, mean, You're cringe. <laughs> You're cringe. You're mean, Lord. You're cringe. I know. You're cringe. I live it's me, Formaggio. I definitely it's recommend me, watching Formaggio. Uh, I think it's on Netflix, too. Uh, okay. Dude, head scratch? Ishi bald head. <laughs> that sounded too... That sounded funny. Ishi so, bald head. Um, Sounds like a disease, Speaking though. of... Speaking of animes that had mindfucks in them, RE0 and Overlord are perhaps my two favorites at the moment. I love Overlord. Overlord is so good. Overlord's so it's, good. Overlord is, One, two, is if, if SAO had been done correctly. Yes. I have One, two, or three. That's my question. Oh, God, motherfuckers. Jesus. you bitch. Wait, All what? Right. So, Spotify and Apple listeners, you guys don't know what this means. But basically, someone in chat redeemed a timeout somebody else, and uh, Vic was timed out. Meaning, co-host Mr. Vic God, here, I'll kill your whole family. He's gonna get timed I'll take a sword out. And I'll shove it up your ass. He's gonna get timed out for five minutes. So, Shiborgi, I hope you fucking know what's gonna happen to you. So, and, uh -oh. and do you have any Ryu! last words, Vic? Do you have any last Ryu, words? Fuck! All right, he's gone. So. Oh, oh, 10 no. minutes. 10 minutes. So, Spotify and Apple listeners, carry this conversation for 10 minutes. Vic has been muted for another 5 minutes. He's been stacked up to 10 minutes. Now, this is a thing that's unique to just our pod. I don't know if any other pods do it, but I know it's unique to us. Um, where chat can literally influence a lot of things. We can have Formaggio. We can have Sykes. We can have... Uh, bangs which i hope nobody does because that will scare you guys too but uh yeah my man fuck um <laughs> time to learn sign language that was vic so i'm gonna time him out for another five minutes um oh god <laughs> air uh, bang so yeah uh time somebody else out i'm redeeming it all right anyway so Vic Oof. is now muted for 15 minutes and it's Why pretty great. To me? It's pretty great. It's pretty great. <laughs> God damn it, it doubled. It doubled. I hate it. I hate it. Sound alerts are broken. I'm sorry everybody. Oh, that's okay. I've got the stream muted. <laughs> so yeah, Vic's been muted for 15 minutes, so screw him. Uh, Alright, time, time to pull up Microsoft Paint and write what down what you want to say. It's funny. Dude, why you gotta do him in 20 minutes? He got 20 minuted, bro. He was 20 minuted. 
all right we're gonna max at 20 20 minutes because the podcast is gonna end without him talking if we keep going so um, all right that's it good night everybody so he's three minutes in our sentence and so far he let me give some audible context in what's happening here because obviously you guys can't see what's happening on spotify and apple he has three fingers up trying to finger the air for some reason He's uh, in the audience. I don't know. Maybe he's trying to. Maybe he's trying to do some gang signs or some shit. I don't know. Um, yeah, he did make Goat Me Mafia. If you guys haven't checked out Goat Me Mafia, by the way, I can link the SoundCloud on YouTube. Or something. Uh, if you're in the chat, explanation mark GMM, get in there. But uh, so yeah, you know. He's silenced for about 20 minutes. He's three minutes, four minutes in the oh, sentence. No. He's still 16 minutes left on the 48, 11.48. We're at 11.32 right now. But yeah, that's just some context. And that is our bit for Spotify and Apple. Now you guys have a little bit of context on what's going on. So you guys are not going to hear Vic and his annoying ass for another little bit. So Yeah, so uh, if you ever want to shut someone up on the stream come check out the twitch yeah yeah sit around twitch. for a while twitch.tv slash diogynrochi g-i-n-r-o-c-h-i and if you guys want to check out victor7 though i don't know if you guys really want to check him out um twitch.tv slash victor7 v-i-c-t-o-r-s-e-v-e-n make sure you give him a follow because he's a very entertaining guy um it's pretty cool. Uh, this is why we meet him, because we hear his voice daily, so we need a break sometimes, you know. Oh, sorry, Victor Seven TV, V I C T O R S E V E N T V. Um, I forgot the TV part because honestly, it's such a cringy name. So, Oof. you know, uh, I remember it's one of Vic's personal rules not to have TV plays games um streams or any of like those weird cringe ass names xx xx whatever 69 69 XI. 25 okay xi was chills but uh it's not as For bad those of you who can't see vic is giving the most disappointed and displeased look straight into the camera you could possibly imagine yeah pretty much uh he's extremely extremely upset with his life um he's he's trying to crack up he's he's kind of cracking up yeah if you see it so if you look at the if you look at the curvature of his beard i'm gonna try to describe this audibly for you guys so imagine mario okay and you take his uh, mustache and then make that's it that's not like really a, a mario stash uh trust me bro he's italian he he looks like mario right give him some give him some the chat so basically imagine mario okay and like his mustache but like his mustache looks nothing like vic's mustache all right and that's vic's mustache <laughs> yes that completely helps it completely helps right it, it'd so be like, more like an off-brand keanu reeves okay <laughs> yeah i see that like a v-shaped keanu reeves beard yeah, he's like off-rank Keanu Reeves, except he doesn't know, like, he doesn't know how to use guns. He's not really that athletic. Um, 
Roasting the dude and can't defend himself. That's kind of uh, low. He he eats orange chicken daily. I don't know what Keanu Reeves eats for his diet. So you know, and I don't know. I don't know. Huh? He looks like a he looks like a session zero D and D character. That makes sense. Like you know, like not fully leveled up. You know, starts at level one. Um, but he was given leeway, so he started at level two. You know, he's trying to get like, like a. Yeah. I don't know. He's trying to get a milestone level up, but the whole time his party's at like level f like thirty, and he's stuck at level three for some reason. You know, he had like no development, no achievements. Yeah, pretty much. That's how he looks like. Um, keep going, keep going. Yeah. Like, like, imagine if, like, imagine Luigi, if he was, like, in his mansion, right? And, like, Boo took over his body and completely deformed his face. Just like that. Just like that. But anyway, um, so I did want to mention something actually important for once. Um, so... For those of you guys who don't know, me and Dev, we go way back. He's one of my, like, four best friends. Really cool dude. Um, um, like, one of my four IRL best friends, because Vic's, like, my online best friend. Like, I, I, I've known this guy for, like, five years. I've known, um, Dev for, like, eight years. It's been eight years now. Shit. It's been eight years. Bro. Um, but yeah, we've had, like, some crazy moments. Like, we've known each other since high school, like go way back it's pretty crazy um um but yeah like we go way back we're like chilling uh so what we used to do is at lunchtime we used to play smash like we used to play smash bros on lunch yeah every lunch every day at lunch bro my dev would bring bring GameCube controller. I would always ask him to use his Game GameCube controller, and he's like, "You can only use it when I'm out, okay? You can't use my GameCube controller when I'm playing. All right, like my guy, you don't use GameCube controller. You don't do it. You do not do it. So, um, what what would happen was we used to have like a huge ass group. So one guy used to bring back when the Wii U was relevant. Um, back when the Wii U was relevant, he was, uh, um, the, the guy who brought over his Wii U, one day he was, he was just sitting around, he's, uh, drinking chocolate milk, alright, he's drinking chocolate milk, he's drinking chocolate milk, he turns on, he, I think, what was he trying to do, he was trying to, like, walk over to, like, turn on his Wii U he or was, some shit, right? He was reaching over to grab something. Okay, yeah, so he was reaching over to grab something on the table where the Wii U, Wii U is, right? And the Wii was sitting there, too. Has chocolate milk in one hand. He's walking over to reach. Falls. Chocolate milk falls all over the Wii and the Wii U. We're all freaking out, right? We're like, shit, shit, is the Wii U okay? We don't give a shit about him. He's on the ground, right? But we're caring about the Wii U, bro. We're like, dude, is it okay? Is the Wii U good? Is the Wii U good? And then... Now keep in mind, this is like when Smash for the Wii U like basically just came out. Yeah, pretty much. 
and we're like freaking about the Wii U, right? Again, we don't give a shit about our buddy who just fell, right? We only care about the chocolate milk that fell on the Wii and the Wii U. And <laughs> so we we walk over, we're like, yo, Wii U, are you okay? Are you okay, Wii U? And the Wii U turns on, we're like, whew, saved. And <laughs> and so we're like, yeah, Wii U saved. We're chilling, we're chilling, waiting for our boy to recover. And he's like, hey, you guys are not going to care about me. We're like, no, we only care about the Wii U, bro. He's like, dude, I brought the Wii U. We're like, so? The Wii U saved. And then we went on with our day, pretty much. That is a brief history of how that little group of friends interacted. Yeah, pretty much. Like, we had a dude who would only play on, like, the handheld wii u device mm. with the, with its own screen it was funny and he was try hard too like what do you used to play marth are you talking about carlos or Adele? carlos carlos mm. he used to play marth right yeah and luciano uh and Shmorgi, basically oh, anybody with a counter this is relevant to Shmorgi. so our boy Shmorgi and dev you don't know about this but our boy Shmorgi, he picked up shulk in ah. in on smash uh, ultimate <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing i'm seeing the sand gesture and i already know what he's talking you, about you, you like see the, you see the clash you see the connection yep, here? so backslash. i would just dog on shimurgi okay because shimurgi's like yo i just picked up shulk shulk is pretty sick man i love him i was like yeah man all you do is spam backslash 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 it's backslash. better it's better than when uh navash just spammed kirby's down b dude dude don't get me started on the dash bro but so the reason why i dog on shmorgi for the backslash is not even because of shmorgi it's because of our buddy who actually spammed belt and backslash back in the wii u version of smash <laughs> <laughs> and, and because of that we brought the ptsd to shmorgi and ever since shmorgi I've never lived that down on Shmorgi, bro. So poor Shmorgi gets dogged oh. instead of our buddy. <laughs> what are you doing with that mic there, Vic? Um, so for some context, Vic is fingering his mic. Yes. And it's kind of weird. Just a little bit weird. Um... But yeah, so I would dog on Shmorgi for backslashing, even though he doesn't backslash, but I still dog on him for backslashing. It's pretty funny. Um, and Shmorgi's like, oh, I don't play. You know why I dog on Shmorgi for play for backslashing? Because he plays K rule. Uh. He deserves getting made fun of for something he doesn't do because he plays K rule. That's why. Playing K rule says a lot about you. It's like playing Luigi, bro. It says a lot about you. It's crazy. Like, bro, stop backslashing. Please, stop. Alright, just stop. But yeah, anyway. In in the comments below, actually, if you guys, uh, what, what out, of, out of the entire podcast roster, who's your celebrity one time? Let us know. We want to know. 
I mean, Dan is the most popular, so he might be the celebrity one time. That, that man's like, like a tier celebrity one time. You know what I mean? So, because he's the only celebrity in this channel. Let's be real. If Dan is literally a social media tag, he's 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 the only he's the only celebrity here. Like, when you say Dan, as many times as you say dude and shit, that's that's just. That's just, that's just it, bro. That's just it. Yeah. So, Dev, what is the latest news on Victor7? He is sitting very, very bored in his chair. How bored? How, how bored are we talking? Like, playing, playing against Shmorgi's K rule board or like, how bored? I, I don't know if I should say this. It's your podcast. It's my podcast? Yo, man, dog on my boys all you want, bro. Sporting's <laughs> having a conversation with how Vic is. See, Vic right now is shadow boxing. And I don't understand why he's shadow boxing. He's shadow boxing the, the mute button. Yeah, pretty much. He's, he's, trying to, he's trying to unmute the mute. He wants to unmute, yes. Yeah. But yeah, you can do shit like this. You can hear us do dumb commentary and put words in Vic's mouth, even though he's muted. Like he he just said he he just said he uh he just Wait said he just said that he takes a lot of shits. It's kind of uh, weird. He has about just three minutes. minutes. Three minutes. Three minutes. Three minutes. I'm three keeping minutes track. Left. I'm keeping track. Thank God. Keeping track. He has three minutes. But yeah. He, he's apparently saying that he's not really that Italian. His dad's name was Luigi. Yeah, his dad's name was Luigi. He's giving me a stare. He's indicating that... Uh, Vic is he's, plotting he's kinda, 15 different ways to kill your character next session. He's, uh, he's, he's contemplating life right now. I see. Okay, okay. So he's, he's trying to see... Right now, Vic is actually thinking about ways to get in shape. He's trying to figure out ways to get in shape. Apparently, he's trying to learn Taekwondo elbowing. I don't know. I, I can't really understand what he's saying right now. But, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a Victor English translator. So, so far, I mean, I'm, I'm, I think I'm doing a pretty good job. He's uh, looking kind of serious right now. I can see, like, one, two hairs on his beard growing. Just a little bit. Just growing for the night. Exactly, Amanda. Exactly. Don't piss off the DM. So, he's a uh, Vic here is actually a black belt in Taekwondo. Uh, he stole it from some guy after he like knocked him out with the pipe. <laughs> and uh, somehow he made it a second Dan. I don't know how he did it, but he did it. Um, I don't know how he found a second Dan. There's only one in Romania. Like, I don't think you can I, I understand that there's a lot of Bogdans in America, but I don't think there's like more than one of like our Dan, you know what I mean? Like we have Japanese Dan, but like he's a different Dan. We're talking about the special Dan. Yeah. I, I he would have made third Dan, but the thing is he didn't pay for the DLC. So like 
um what happened was he couldn't he couldn't make it to third den he didn't pay for the dlc uh it's pretty it's pretty steep price so it's pretty this is this is it's, it's troubling man it's troubling uh, uh he goes through a lot of struggles bro i wish i could help him like i tried to make a gofundme for like donations for like his second dan you know like he's or his third dan sorry his third dan he bought the second dan dlc his third dan dlc um he's waiting for his steam sale like payday 2 dlc you know he's trying to get trying to get him for like two two dollars each but right now they're like 50. so like he's he's not trying to spend 50 bucks to become third dan speaking of payday 2 whenever i download or up date games on steam the stupid christmas track from payday 2 always plays oh i yeah. don't know why yeah because um because of infamy because of infamy by the way you're unmuted he has Thank nothing to say god <laughs> don't blame me blame Schmorgy. I'm going to get a paintball gun, Shmorgus. And I'm going to shove it up your ass. And I'm going to paint the Sistine Chapel on the inside of your sigmoid colon. What color? What color are we targeting? All of them. Hi, Manda. True. Okay, that's pretty sick. It's good for his horoscope. Well, you have real guns, but do you have ammo? I will... I will cut your body in half with a hubcap. Man, a hubcap? That's pretty. That I saw your you saw your head off with the edge of my house key. Jesus. Central edge. And uh, this is what happens when you meet Vic. He becomes a very angry Mario. So it's like you just took a fire flower and you start to shoot fire, fireballs everywhere. Spicy meatball. He's he's the Mario that Luigi is looking for in the mansion. He's like Mario, Mario, Mario. I love how like I get timed out and then we have like ten minutes left on the fucking cast. Y'all are asses. <laughs> yeah, if y'all would have timed me out for the entirety of the cast, I'd have just left. Like no, I, I limited that 20, mi 20 minutes because I didn't <laughs> I wouldn't want put it past him. Out. I would not put it past him to make it a full 30 minutes. So you just have to finish the fucking cast without no, me. No, no, no. I capped it. I capped it. I capped it. I wanted you to stay. I, I said up front. I was like, nah, G. I ain't going to die like that. Shmorgus is on my game. shit list. <laughs> if he has a character and you're... You fucking helped. Yeah, you darling motherfucker. You just five minutes. five minutes. Just five minutes. Just five minutes. You mother. And then was, Ryu. Was, oh. It was for the trees, bro. It was for the trees. For the fucking trees. I'll bury you under a tree. Bro, we we okay. Look, we we the allocated. We were the using tree. we were using Ecosia browser. So every time we sent you into mute, we planted a tree. Okay, so we're being environmentally friendly. And Don't act like this is a fucking charity. It is charity. I though. swear to God, I will. I will. I'll, I'll just kill you. I won't even be creative about it. I'll just take you outside, shoot you back in the head, and pay the consequences. Yeah, we planted a whole damn forest by meeting Vic for twenty minutes. Yeah, man. I will just straight up, just, just I will forest. set you on fire like a charcoal briquette. 
Jesus. That's pretty rough. Why charcoal though? What what made because you think of charcoal? It burns for a long time. And I want him to be unrecognizable. Okay, okay. <laughs> Yo, f see, see if we if you need help finding Shmargy, I can buy the national security DLC, and then we'll we'll use uh, and we'll use uh, we'll use uh, we'll use the we'll use the tactics. We'll use the tactics. Tactics. Fire number tactics. You oh. see, like I, I had shit to talk about. Now it's all just been evaporated and burnt away in a murderous rage. I'm sorry, Vic. I'm sorry for I this. had content. I mean this was, content, this, is, this is this is content on its own, but you know. I'm gonna strangle a bitch once we get out of here. <laughs> I'm gonna reach through. I don't know how I'm gonna translate my fingers into electrical signal, but I'm going to reach through. I'm gonna come out Schmorgus's fucking speakers. I'm gonna wrap my hand around his throat, and the squeezing is not gonna stop until the breathing does. Jokes on you. He doesn't have speakers. Well, his, his shitty phone speaker. How about that? Yeah, yeah, you can do it. <laughs> your, your hand. Just Did this comes man out. just say hella content? Oh, Schmorgus. Your your hand your hand just this comes man, out of his shitty phone like a ribbon hella. cable, like a ribbon cable. Your hand just comes out. I'll be like Ghost Dad. I'll pop out of the phone and get your phone. Pull off. That is the only time I'll ever threaten to pull a Bill Cosby yo, yo, on somebody. Yo, is you, Damn. You'll um you'll really move to level Spotify. three. You'll move to level three on Monk, and you'll get uh. Um, what was it? Art of Self... What was it? Shit. Shit. Art of Self-Flagellation? Whoosh! Whoosh! You know, like the Catholics. No, no, no. Oh my god. Catholics. Jesus. 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 Oh, I'm Jesus. pissed now. The filter is off. Just don't start digging near there. Jesus. Oh no. It's- it's- it's gone now. Dude, we are- we are digging graves that we should not be digging. Dan, Dan, I'll like, nuke your fucking thanks. country. I'll create a second. I'll create a second Chernobyl in Romania. Jeez. I mean, I mean, Chernobyl do was it. pretty sick. Oh, I mean, oh, Chernobyl. Fuck. Chernobyl was bussing, bro. It's slap. Uh -oh. A story uh -oh. about uh -oh. a story Dev. About Dev. Let's All hear it, Theo. Right. Let's run it. A story about Dev, eh? Ah, what's a good one to tell? What's a good one to tell? Yeah, the hmm. bitches. First of all, Trinoma was busted. Second, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, second. So, so a, a story about Dev. What's a really good story about him? Robotics Club. Now that's oh, a fun one. Oh, this sounds interesting. So. I forgot about robotics club. <laughs> so me and Dev used to be part of our high school robotics club. And we actually went to a tournament once. It was pretty sick. Um, actually, it's not really a story about Dev, but this is a story with Dev. So we went to a tournament, a province over, right? It was our entire robotics team. And we had another dude come with us in a mascot costume. Oh my god. Right? This is the best story. 
No, it's the it, oh, we can tell that story too. Oh, okay. This will be a double story. So, all right, um, here we go. So we'll start off. We're on our trip in the big ass Greyhound bus. We're going over to Calgary, which is a province over from our province, and we're heading over. We're watching like, what, what was that uh, Tom Cruise movie that we were watching? The one where he like goes back in time, then comes back and goes back in time. Uh, something from tomorrow or whatever. Whatever that movie was, uh, we're watching Tom Cruise. The one where he. Uh, no, I don't. Know. Well, I have to look this up. Yeah, like he's in the military and shit, and he like. The one with those aliens. Yeah, with the aliens that okay, put a, made him reset his life. Bro says Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, edge of Tomorrow or Day After Tomorrow. And then they. No, nah, it's Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Made, made, made the same thing. Y'all are just on it. Yeah, so it's Edge of Tomorrow. We're watching Edge of Tomorrow on Greyhound. We're all memeing. We're, we're either sleeping or just dying. Um, so we make it to Calgary, right? Made to the trip. We get into our hotel room, right? So we all have our assigned groups of people. So it's four of us in each room. The girls got their own room. Us dudes, we all split into like two, three rooms, right? And... Is me, Dev, another buddy of ours, really big guy, super huge guy, right? And we had one more dude. I forgot. I forgot his name. Uh, it, it was he was from Israel. Um, oh yeah, yeah, it was our Israeli friend. Uh, I don't remember what his name Matan, was. Matan, Matan, Matan. That's uh, yeah, Matan. Ah, so okay. it's me, Dev. He was the uh, he was the twenty five percent off guy. Gotcha. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so it's me, Dev, Navesh, the big guy, and Matan, the Israeli dude. So like, so like uh, a little more, a little more background. Navesh, he's like, he's fucking tall, no, man. He's tall. No good the man's like he's friggin' like six. He's like six two, maybe no, six he's three. Like six five, bro. Got it. He's like six. Like, yeah, he's like six two, bro. He's insane. He is huge, Super and he's tall. like, he's like two, three years younger than me. Yeah. Um, for so, yeah. No, he was the same age as me, so he's one year younger than you. Yeah. So, we're, we get into our room, we're all settling down in the room, right? Don't get us started on the hotel room. Hotel room was shit. There were bed bugs, we found out. We'll leave Ew. that there. We'll leave that there. Um, no. But the funniest thing, okay? We got into the room, we're all taking our shoes off, we're all like sort of settling in, right? Before we go to sleep. And Navesh takes off his shoes and his socks room smelling horrible oh like like his feet smell like he's walked through the desert and hasn't had a shower for months so, like so, like he would walk 500 miles and so, then more. Walk 500 more me, yes. me matan and dev we're sitting down on our beds we're like dude what the hell is that smell we Dr. find Peter out <laughs> Navesh heads into the washroom, right? He's he's trying to freshen up and has to use the washroom or whatever, right? Yes, use the potty. He gets out, one of us goes in. We smell that same smell we're like shit. It's him. Some people just smell like ass. It's just their natural body funk. It's their like that. We've roasted the shit out of him the entire trip and called him Stankfoot. That's that's not even the worst yeah, part. That's the worst thing. part. Oh we no! Okay, so There's think, more to this. Yeah, so a few days later, right? Uh, we we come we came, we came back from our uh, little 
scouting mission at the robotics uh, tournament, right? And so he has to go to the bathroom, right? Then when he comes out, he immediately closes the door. Oh. So we're just we're just chilling for a while, and then one of our friends comes in from a different room asking to use the bathroom. I'm like, yeah, sure, go ahead. And he, he fucking he didn't. dies. He dies in that bathroom. He got he walks in. Out, my guy. Three seconds later, he runs out of the bathroom, like, throwing up. He's gagging. He's like, what the shit is that smell? He runs out of a door and dips. He makes a mad dash out into the hallway. Damn. And we're like, yeah, he stanked up the bathroom too. My oh, man. boy, Stanky. My man I had stank oh, foot. The worst part. The and worst he part had, is. and he had Taco Bell. What seemed like that's how bad it was. Like the worst part is like Yash is a small guy. You can see this, right? Mm -hmm. Tan was like just a bit bigger than him, right? Those two got. Those two had to share a bed. I had the bed with Navesh. I'm so sorry. Yeah, me and Matan shared, and Dev, who's also a big guy. Right, like he's he's a pretty he's a pretty chunky guy, and him and Navesh, big tall dude, also chunky, both sharing the same bed. It was horrible. Double fat Albert over there, like hey, and he had to do with Stankfoot, and he had to do with Stankfoot on top of that. How did you sleep? Did you burn your nose hairs off? Did it sleep? That was the worst part. Me, me and Matan were. We're up literally the entire night. We got like a total of an hour and a half of sleep. Dude, it was hard. Oh, but it gets better. Now we're moving on to one of our boys. He came as a mascot. Now remember this. He was our school oh, mascot that Calvin. came with us. All right. No. So we're at the robotics tournament, right? Me and Dev were in charge of scouting other teams, seeing their robots, what they do, analyze them, <laughs> right? Sly motherfucker. So got a like motherfucker. So we're we're out here observing the other robots, right? As as the rounds go by, our teams in our pit, right? And then we start walking around scouting teams. We're going to other team pits. There's people from like around the world. We had like we had like Mexicans, we had like people from like Europe, we had like yeah. It was like, a really big event. It's um, from First Robotics, if you've ever heard of them. Yeah. I, I think I've heard that name, yeah. First Robotics Damn, competition. Okay. So, Shit. so keep in mind, right? There are a bunch of people. And there are these, like, baddies, Latino girls, bro. Holy shit, yeah. bro. Baddies. Four of them. Music plays. Our boy in the mascot suit, sweating his ass off, dancing. Four Latina girls join him twerking on him. <laughs> Our entire pit crew standing there watching as four hot ass Latina girls start twerking with our mascot boy, and we're like, What the hell is happening, bro? Like, we're not even gonna talk about how sketch off our fucking mascot looked. <laughs> It was crazy. They told me you saluted this man. <laughs> we, we saluted this man, but we're all sitting there, kind of jaws wide open. Why the hell are we not getting this? <laughs> like, this is what we're thinking, right? You're not the one in the costume. Exactly. Dancing. The costume gets all the Gucci, I'm telling you. And we found that out that day. My man got all four of their snaps. 
take that in. Oh, shit, I need to. I need to fucking take notes and right be in. the mascot character. Okay. But like, it was in a shitty lion costume, bro. Because our our high school. Oh. Our, 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 our high school. You know how it works, dude. Yeah. Our <laughs> high school. Our high school is the lions, right? Um, like that was our mascot. That was our animal that our high school represented. Yeah. And he was in a shitty lion costume. Four Latino girls barely know how to speak English. Just going, just breaking, like just breaking back, like breaking just going. TOS down. on him, huh? Yeah, they were <laughs> yeah. TOSing. My Bad man was Twitch. getting, my man was getting ass galore, and they were not. It wasn't just any ass. It was fat ass. Like it was fat ass. I wish I was joking, but I swear to God. This man was Jesus. Yeah, anyway, we didn't we didn't advance in the competition. We got our asses kicked. Yeah, uh -huh. because our, when they finally left you our alone? driver was stupid. Uh, we didn't just. Oh. Uh, uh, don't get we me started on the driver. We made some bad repairs. Yeah, that too. But that was like the most memorable shit. Stagfoot. Our ma our boy who just came because he was a mascot. He wasn't even part of our team. He was just a mascot. Got Wait, it was Navesh. Who Navesh is Stankfoot. Yeah. Was our mascot was someone else. No, 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 no. no. God, I no. was okay. I was about to say if Stanky was the one that got all the numbers and shit, I was gonna be mad. <laughs> no, 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 the end of the story. So my guy, my, my guy was chilling, but yeah, our our just another guy from our school. Shitty DJ, He's by the way. A He's a DJ. Shitty DJ. Shitty DJ. Never have him DJ. Please never have him DJ. I will not say his name, but just don't have him DJ. Um, Damn. He was pretty. Oh, ass. Here's 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 a story you might not know about. Um, on our graduation, we had a dinner, uh, and after after the dinner, we had like the dances and shit. Uh, one of the staff at the place left the drink bar unattended so I was like you know what fuck it I went back there and for about half an hour I was just serving out drinks to everybody and then I got kicked out from behind it and that's just a, a quick story it was fun that's funny that's funny <laughs> you probably weren't checking ID you could have got somebody jailed sir uh, but nah. it, they weren't so selling alcohol or they weren't serving alcohol yeah, they were serving non -alcohol. Like, oh, okay. okay. they're serving like... like you know how they're all alcoholic drinks right and mm -hmm. they just made non-alcoholic versions of them. That's what yeah, they just virgin drinks. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was my kills. It was that was king shit though. It was funny. That's but yeah, Jesus that's Christ. that's a little bit of our stories from high school. We had some good times. Um, me and Dev got along pretty well. We didn't really have many stories like other than us two just experiencing some messed up shit. Right? Like, like with my man getting four Latina girls with fat asses just going at it. I mean, okay, to be fair, I did talk to one of the Latina girls and um, um, she thought I was French for some reason. She did the whole French kiss thingy from side to side. So that was the most action I got. Um, Damn. You'll get. No, 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 no. I'm from British Columbia right here, babe, right here. <laughs> Yeah, it was a W, okay? I was like 15, 16, some yeah. shit like that. You know, like, we were young. But yeah, those are, those are sort of just some moments, some stories to sort of end off the pod here with uh, a little bit of 
our our real life relations you know like Vic okay. and I, you, a lot you of had a better know. you had a better experience with latina chicks than i did yes yes i did, did you get the chocolate my first my first experience with latina chicks is they were trying to they were trying to because there was this girl i like so they called they they told me to go over and tell her i liked her in spanish and they told me that chupa chupa mi verga was uh oh no i like you that's a bad idea because I don't think that's what I, that I learned very early on not to trust the Hispanic folk because they love to fuck with you. What does that mean? Please translate for that us. That means suck my dick. <laughs> Straight up means put it in your mouth and go. I like how he walks up to some Latino chick. He's like, I'm and I said, I'm like, and when, she, when, when they said that, instead of go over there and say that, thankfully I was smart enough. I didn't do it. I was like, that doesn't sound right, because I know I like his me gusta. Like, and I, I ended up looking it up later. I was like, those motherfuckers almost got me killed. Because they will do it. Hispanic people will fuck with you. They will get you killed just to laugh at you. <laughs> they will They yeah. will do it. Yeah. They will have you say... Just a lot of shenanigans, bro. They, like, if there's, if you, like, there was a... a one time, Alice says, "I won't, but fuck you, you will." Yeah, we have a resident. Somebody Latino. told me. Somebody told me, uh, like, uh, I for, I forget what they told me, but like, it was like want to be friends. Damn crow, it was like want to be friends, but they told me friends was hoto, <laughs> which it's not. That's not the word for friend in Spanish. It's amigo. Yo, Hoto it's... is like, Hoto is like the the f the f Gaisler. Oh, yo, that reminds me. Like um, you wanting, they are trying to get you killed. That reminds me in grade twelve. Psych. One of my uh, one of my classmates, right? He went up to our Spanish teacher and he's like, "Hey, I know how to swear in Spanish." She's like, "Don't you do it? Don't you do it?" He says, "Puta madre!" <laughs> oh damn! Funniest shit ever. And she's like, "No, no, no, no! Don't say that! Don't say that! I didn't hear anything. You didn't say that." Because <laughs> he's really chills with her, right? And she was, yeah. She got pro, so scared. Pro tip, though, you don't want to have the stream fully muted. You just want to have the volume super low, because that if you have it muted, you don't count as a viewer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Probably should have told you earlier. But... Bro, that was some crazy shit, bro. Like, <laughs> we had some really wild things that went on in school. Both when, because Dev was a year older than me, right? Him and like the rest of a group of our friends, right? So him and the rest of the guys graduated a year before me. And oh. I was still in grade 11. When I was in grade 12, I was alone. But I made a lot of friends with uh, um, a lot of people in my high school. Um, a lot of people said... Uh, you know, I wish I talked to you sooner. And I was like, damn. <laughs> you know, like... See, you don't realize you're cool peeps. You don't want to believe it. Oh, we used to do a thing because a lot of us would be like spare block gang. And we'd have like lunch, spare block, spare block. Because some of us had two spare hey. blocks. And each, each spare block is a class long. Yeah, I was a smart kid. Okay, shut up. It's just I'm hitting me. It's just now hitting me. That what you're talking about... Is like only two or three years ago. Mm -hmm. Maybe yeah. four at the best. No, three, three. I'm just realizing. I'm like, oh god, oh god, I'm old. 
2018. Yeah. Talking about like two years ago. Yeah. We're not talking about like 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we used to do the thing. I don't belong because, here. Because <laughs> every Thursday, right? Um, I think Thursday was four, three, two, one. That was our block order, mm -hmm. and we had yeah. block three, lunch, and block two as uh, spare blocks, right? And so we had a lib in li in the library. We had spare block gang. So people with two spare blocks, um, and in both semesters too, a lot of us stayed, and we only had two classes per semester. It was crazy. So. Yeah. What we would do is bubble tea Thursdays. I would take orders of six or seven of us, walk over to the bubble, or I would take the bus to the bubble tea place, come place back, and then I would hand out everyone bubble tea, and I memorized everyone's orders. And I bought Sweet. for them. I bought it. I, I didn't let Damn. any of them pay. I bought it. I spent like Dio, Dio out here pulling the reverse Indian card. No, it didn't close. We can still go there. We'll, we'll cast some bubble tea nice. sometime. But... So basically, I would spend like forty bucks a week. No, I'm thinking almost the ramen place. on just on just on just um, bubble tea, and six or seven of us, we'd all sit down in the library, we'd enjoy bubble tea. Like someone's order, I still remember it: Calpico yogurt milk based with mango jelly, which is actually really good. I've tried it. Um, Fucker in his mango jelly. Royal Rocher half pearls. Royal Rocher full pearls. I can, I can get you to put your mouth on anything if it had mango jelly on it. Yeah, yeah. He gets you to put your mouth on Ryu if he had mango jelly on him. Okay, maybe not Ryu, but uh, hey, mango. That's that's where I crossed the line. He resists right. that mango, right? No, there. no, no, no. He taints the mango. He taints the mango. I wouldn't put the mango on his taint. What are you talking about? No, just Ryu himself. You nasty taint. fuck. No, I'm saying he him himself taints <laughs> the just, the mango. You just took that the entire wrong way. I said he as. <laughs> oh, yeah okay God. i think i think we should call it now yeah yeah we should we should end this we should end the broadcast on hashtag tanko God oh, yeah, damn by it, the man. way for those of you guys who watched the episode hashtag tanko on the youtube video if you get banned from youtube that's not our problem um, <laughs> uh, but make sure you like the video if you get banned and if you don't get banned still like the video you know that helps us a lot and for those like of you guys on spotify and apple Podcasts, thank you so much for listening and you know we'll be back with some more content um we try to post every week it'll be great and uh for those of you in chat exclamation mark pod follow the spotify and apple podcast man whatever you got if you got both follow both if you got one of them follow one of them follow it though because that actually helps and tell your friends Tell them, do it. Tell them, yeah. dipshits is the place to be. Mm -hmm. Yes. And don't worry. Also, I just want to say one more thing before we end. What's up? Fuck you, Dan. <laughs> All right, later, boys and girls. Bye. Uh, we'll find a parasocial name for us later. So maybe next episode. All right. All right. Bye, bye, everybody.